Uh, Riley, you good? Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Uh, can we please have a one-word prompt? Keys. K-E-Y-S. Keys. K-E-Y-S. <laughs> All right, here we go. Three, two, okay. one. Okay. Oh, not like that's probably better. Uh, is this from a- Adam Sandler's song, Keys Phone Wallet? Have you seen that, his, that his stand-up special? Yeah. He, he put out a stand-up special a while ago, I think, on Netflix. And he has a song just about remembering his keys, phones, and wallet. Interesting. Uh, shut up for one second. Hey! Welcome to the Overtalking Fine. Podcast with your hosts, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hi, CJ. This is the show where we talk over TV shows and movies as chosen by our guests. And this week we watched Hustle. Or is it The Hustle? What Just is it? Hustle. Just Hustle, right? It's, okay. It's like Facebook. Lose the the. The you Lose the the. Yeah. And this is Adam Sandler's Hustle, not Big Money Hustlers. We've already done that one. Yes. Not to be confused with the uh, very similar Big Money Hustlers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. A lot of overlap. <laughs> uh, should we bring our guests right away? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. We have returning guest and longtime guest, Riley. Welcome back. Thank you, guys. Uh, don't worry. I, I remembered, remembered my keys. There it is. Okay, good. Nice. The, the jingle helps. Phone wallet keys, phone wallet keys. Do you have your yeah. phone and wallet? Okay. Someone's a fan. Shit. Uh, oh, I no. Here. Uh, I forgot the first two. Me here. <laughs> uh, how are you guys doing? It's been, a, it's been a minute. I'm glad to be back. Been good. Doing, I'm exhausted if we're being honest. <laughs> yeah, tired. you just had a big, I'm, I'm uh, a just big overall. Event, CJ. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, I moved. I'm in, I'm in a Oof. new place now, which I'm realizing if I talk loud, there's a big echo. <laughs> <laughs> and a, a, a cavern. We moved into a cave. That's where I'm at. Oh, uh, CJ, speaking yeah. of echoes, um, when you moved out of your old place, was it weird to like have all the stuff moved out and like you know it to be empty, and you hear the echo again that you haven't you hadn't heard since you moved in? Yeah, it was very weird. Uh, I, the cats were a big fan though; they like hearing their own meow echo throughout the the cave. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a little less wet, which is nice. Uh, I can have more electronics; okay. don't have to worry about that. Yeah, no, that was a big problem with the old place, uh, with the water dripping down everywhere. Yeah. So this yeah. cave is nice and cool, though. Uh, I like being in the dark; keeps me comforted. Okay. Been making friends with bats. I was gonna say it sounds an awful lot like the bat cave. You know, he's got a lot of computers in there. Shh, uh, no, 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 no. Uh-oh. <laughs> don't, don't blow up. It's not the. It's not definitely not the bat cave, everyone. Okay. <laughs> and Caesar, who's that butler-like person behind you? The, <laughs> no, don't worry about. That's no? Mac. That's just a cat. Don't worry about them. Oh, just, just a. Get, all right. get out of here. <laughs> he's not supposed to be around here. I'll feed him treats. Get him. Get him to leave. Okay. Just like that's Batman. great. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, you're getting the treats out of your belt? I, I didn't know you had a, a compartment for those, <laughs> CJ. That's amazing. Yeah, it's my belt and cargo pants. I'm a big fan of those cargo shorts. <laughs> Still rocking them decades later. But yeah, you know you know who's a, a real Superman to a lot of kids out there, a lot of people out there? The great comedian Adam Sandler. He's, he, he's a hero to many out there. Uh, you, you guys like him, right? I forget that Riley hosts our show when he's <laughs> That's on. That's right. Yeah, Riley, did you bring trivia too? <laughs> I could, I could actually. It, uh, actually, I wanted to. I, I wanted to ask this eventually, so I'll, I'll ask it now. How uh, in tune are you guys with the National Basketball Association? Because the, the movie we watched very, uh, very intertwined with current NBA players, and I'm, I'm just curious how, like, 
how much of that you guys how much of that hit with you guys ken did you recognize a single person let's start there i was sitting there watching the movie and things just kept zooming right over my head i had to keep looking up um so i didn't yeah i didn't know anyone (laughs) not a single person did i know dr j you think i would know that person don't know who that is uh like when when they joked like oh your doctor friend and he's like doctor J is not a doctor you were like he's not what oh what <laughs> oh well then why do they call him that that's oh. weird uh, CJ, I mean you've gotten I, into basketball kind of recent or more recently I guess right yeah I I was uh, as any you know Chicago suburb kid in the nineties was huge into the Bulls and then fell off the sport entirely. Mm-hmm. But my wonderful partner, Emily, is a huge Bulls fan, watches like every single game. So I've been getting back into it uh, because of her. We've gone to a few games uh, this past year. And so and they're a lot of fun. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it more, especially it, it's a great time to be a Bulls fan. They're, <laughs> they're really good. They didn't make the playoffs, but that's because half the team was injured. But yeah, mm-hmm. they're a great team. Uh, so I knew a couple players. I knew, yeah. There's two doctors in this movie. There's Doc Rivers what? and Doctor J, right? Good call. Very good call, CJ. Yeah, I was gonna. I, I think Neither I. MDs. I think I could do like a trivia round just on basketball people in the movie and see see right. how you guys how you guys do. CJ, you, you probably oh do have the upper upper hand in that one. Yeah, the upper hand yeah, in that I, I can so. maybe ma- name like one person, <laughs> <laughs> and then to Ken's zero. But yeah, probably not a ton. Um. Also, that that's really cool that you and Emily ha- uh, share the uh, the United Center basically because uh, I'm I'm sure you've taken her to yes. many Blackhawks games and 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 she returns the favor with the Bulls. That's great. Yeah, against her will, she's been get, dragged to a lot of Blackhawks. Are you going to no, get Bulls season tickets too and just like literally oh, that, the place? That's, that's basically a discussion every time we go to a Hawks game. <laughs> she's she's like, you know, it would be cool if we had season tickets for a yeah. different sport. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we'll see. I did. I bumped down my season tickets to now we're only doing half season Hawks tickets mm-hmm. next season because there's does, so many games. How does half season work? Is it like the first or last half, or is it like alternating games or something? Yeah, it's like every other. Okay. I, yeah. I have so many questions. I mean, I've always wanted to like know what it's like to be a season tick holder. I got so many questions for you, but like, this is a basketball project, CJ. Come on, we got to talk about hustling on the right. hard, on the hardwood, not the ice. I can't let that transition pass by. So we'll talk about hustle and more coming up on the Over Talking Podcast. <laughs> I'm Stanley Sugarman. I'm a scout for the 76ers. What the hell am I still chasing this for? So you're just going to give up on your journey? Been in this league for 30 years and it's like I'm nothing. Your whole world's going to change overnight. I got to work. My mom and my daughter, they mean everything to me. Salary's $900,000. He will call in sick. And we're back on the Overtalking Podcast. Pod. Fuck. And we're back on the Overtalking Podcast. And once again, by longtime guest Riley. And we're talking about hustle. Riley, we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock for you to describe for someone who's never heard or seen hustle what it's all about. Uh, can I make her? Go. Oh, damn it. I was going to make a request. We could should put 24 seconds on for the shot clock, but I'll go anyway. Uh, I'll do that. Okay, ready to go. (laughs) Okay, I wasted six seconds anyway. Uh, Hustle, it's about Adam Sandler, starring as a scout for the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, He is tired. He wants to become a coach uh, on the team. However, he's sent back on the road. Uh, He stumbles upon this amazing talent in Spain, in España. His name is Bo Cruz, and it's about uh, him coaching him up to become an NBA player. Time. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, wow. it's it's uh, in so many senses just like such a straight like sports movie, like underdog story. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's uh, you know as we'll go over, I'm sure it's a solid one. It's a very solid one. Yeah. All right, Riley, hit me with those hawk season questions. <laughs> <laughs> the most We're pivoting pressing. back. Uh, do you get the the tickets like in the mail, like uh, at the beginning of the season, or like is it all like computer? Is it all digitized now? It's it one is all ticket, digitized now. It's one ticket per game in the mail right before the game, right? <laughs> they piecemeal it out. Yeah, I, you go up to will I have call. To check my PO day. box. <laughs> PO box. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I I am very interested in like what it what it is. I, I I did mean that like what it's like to be a season or a half season ticket holder. Now, actually, I'm more interested in that just because like do they, that's <laughs> do they divvy it up even to further than that? Can you be a quarter season ticket holder? I think so. Actually, yeah, what? you can. How how deep does I don't that know go? Eighth season. Well, well, Ken, I don't know if you know this, but you can get down to buying single game tickets. I don't know if you're aware of that. No. Oh yeah. I'm a one eighty second season ticket holder. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it does whittle down quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Huh. Um, I would say the coolest thing though is was being able to skate on the United Center ice. That's. I I remember seeing that video. That was really cool. Yeah, I think that was that's been the highlight so far. Is yeah, be, being able to like look up into the jumbotron and see all the stands, and you're like, mm. oh yeah, this place is big. This is huge. <laughs> and you know, you can throw this in Emily's face. Like uh, you can't do that uh, on the hardwood. Uh, you can't skate. You you really <laughs> yeah, you right, really yeah. fuck up the you really, <laughs> really to fuck up, up yeah. your skates, your ankles, or the wood. <laughs> Different kind of lacing up, but yeah, it's <laughs> not quite the same. So sticking with basketball, uh, were, any <laughs> oh, okay. Bulls, were any Bulls players in this movie? I don't think so. No, I don't. Riley? No, no active. I mean, like, no current, no, like, you know, DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, they weren't on it. Uh, they weren't in it. Right. I'm trying to think of any, like, former ones. Uh, they mentioned Scottie Pippen quite a bit. Like, they mentioned mm. uh, yeah. Bo Cruz, one of the main characters, as being a cross between Scottie Pippen and a wolf, which uh, yeah, I, I feel like, like is really underselling Scottie Pippen's tenacity. Like... Really making him seem soft <laughs> that he had to be combined yeah, with a wolf to be wolf. this guy. Come right. On. right. <laughs> yeah, he should have just said it's like if a wolf married a wolf, and that was Bo <laughs> Yeah, that dude was that dude was intense on the court. That's for sure. Uh, but yeah. Uh, other than that, I mean, I'm sure they name dropped MJ a few times, uh, but we were just uh, we're just inoculated to that. I'm sure. But no, I don't mm-hmm. think there were any uh, any Bulls players. No no appearances from you know Bill Cartwright. No, uh, no, Tony Kukoc. No, <laughs> not, none of the none of the real greats showed up for this one. Apparently, Riley, did you watch watch uh, the Last Dance documentary? I did, and such an uncontroversial opinion that it was really awesome. I, I mean, I, I, yeah. I love diving back in, uh, and it was such a perfect oasis because that was like May or like June 2020 when, like, you know. We were without like sports for you know without many things, but without sports for like two months, and like the last dance hit, mm. and it was just like oh yeah, like finally something like really intense to like just lose yourself in for what that was like ten hours, like that was super long. Yeah, wow, but that was ate so, it all up. Yeah, just num num, you know, just so great. Ken, did you watch? Ken, did you watch it? I did not. No, uh, this should come as a surprise to no one. Even Shocking. though I did watch the Bulls back in the day, I watched it with my mm-hmm. dad when I was younger. But I don't remember any of it except for Sky <laughs> Pippen and uh, Michael Jordan and the third and the guy. wolf and the wolf. Um, so yeah, <laughs> and the third guy, Dennis Rodman, Ken, <laughs> yeah, Tony Kukoc. We just named a bunch. I Luke don't Longley, Tony Kukoc. No, just Dennis Rodman. 
Yeah, no, I don't know. I'm sure I'll watch that at some point. It looks cool, but it is. It's very <sighs> cool. Would that? Would that? I mean, uh, that would qualify for something to be on over talking, right? Like you guys do sports docudrama series, right? <laughs> All the time, oh, yeah. frequently. Yeah, <laughs> it's like every other episode. All right. Uh, I don't know. You know, maybe next time that would that would be uh, that would be a fun thing to dive into as well. Or if you know there are other basketball fans uh, who come on the show, I'm, I'm sure they'd love to introduce Ken to that. Yeah. yeah, I don't think there's many people who come on the show actually who enjoy sports, but maybe that's just my <laughs> my opinion of, or thoughts of them. I don't know. I haven't really. Yeah, asked, most of our guys but, are uh, big dorks, and they don't like. <laughs> that is true. I mean, really, it's just like dorks and theater nerds. I mean, yep. So, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that actually. Yeah. And uh, Riley, where do you fall in the, these camps? Uh, I am a former theater nerd, current like dork. Sports. And current sports yeah. sports dork. Uh, so I mean, yeah. you know, I, I I still eschew, uh, you know, uh, skinny and lanky and uh, uncool, but just about sports now. That sounds like a basketball player to me. Ken, did you say spork? Spork? I uh, know, but I should have. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you were combining sports and dork. Spork. Oh, that's oh, that's pretty. Yeah, I'm a spork. Ah. I'm so versatile in 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 useless yeah. things. It's great. <laughs> Arguably the best utensil, spork. <laughs> yeah, but Tony yeah, Hale. yeah. How uh, how how? So Ken, you you don't like? I mean, you don't watch a ton of sports. I'm guessing, and I'm sure that extends to fiction. You don't watch a ton of sports things other than Brink. You know that are that are movies. Obviously, but, uh, Brink is the best sports movie. <laughs> um, and I was into the Blackhawks for a long time. I've I've fallen off, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, no, not not really something I, I seek out. Other than I guess Top Gun Maverick is that a sport? Or is that just war? They, they they play a very made up sport in that movie. <laughs> the like the on the beach, the football at you know offense and defense at the same time. They're just running around. They're they're just they're just running around shirtless, having fun. Just say that, Tom Cruise. Don't That's say you're purpose. building a team through sports. No. You're building a team by being hot together. Okay. <laughs> glistening and hot together just to backtrack slightly episode 34 jeff Schechter, the writer of brink was on this very podcast back in 2018 that's when that we was peaked. that long right ago yeah oh, that's, <laughs> that's when we peaked that yep. was the pinnacle god i remember the good old days <laughs> yeah we should have uh, hung it up after that yeah and yeah i think back then riley you had already been on like 20 times i think by <laughs> then and <laughs> That was uh, that was I mean that was still like year two if I'm remembering correctly for overtalking like you guys started in like 2017 or 16 right 2017 it's it's a weekly podcast so 34 weeks we had done it <laughs> that's I mean that is an early peak uh, you guys like really hit yeah. the ground running that's pretty impressive so weird what have you been doing for the past four years <laughs> we were just Listeners been waiting for the same thing I think any other movie creator to reach out to us directly um, <laughs> yeah. for that opportunity but that has not occurred it's still strange <laughs> yeah so bizarre when that happened to get an email from him we did not read he reached out to us to be right. like hey i found you like holy shit why is no one else googling themselves on a daily basis for our <laughs> yeah. podcast to cover them don't know but yeah ken you're 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 like uh you know not a huge fan of sports movies like how how did you like hustle like you know how do, uh, you know do you have like a like another sports movie that you know you are a fan of that like you can like compare and contrast it with or anything like that? Yeah, so you know, Brink really is the best movie ever. Um, thanks for bringing it back to that. Uh, I don't, I can't think of another sports movie besides uh, Mighty Ducks. 
Um, oh, you know, we got Space or, Jam or with, our, with our very Slap own. Slap Fat's good. I, I, for some reason, I only think I watch. Yeah, Space Jam is good too. Um, Space, Space Jam is pretty good. I never saw the <laughs> sequel, but Space Jam's probably my favorite basketball movie. So where does this fall then? Below that, I don't know. <laughs> How um, can it? How can it got, rank above? Right. Uh, it's you know, first of all, Adam Sandler came on, so docking a point right there. Oh. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. He was very good in this. Um, just like Uncut Gems, uh, his, mm-hmm. his dramatic roles are, are actually surprisingly very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually did like this movie. I, I despite me not getting <laughs> any of it, it's like Rocky, but for basketball. Like it's literally Rocky for basketball. Yeah. So uh, what's not to like about that? That formula is great. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. they, they said it in the same exact city too. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I did appreciate any time they, I think they mentioned it, I think four separate times in the movie where they kept saying Philadelphia sports fans are both the best and the worst. <laughs> <laughs> they like kept mentioning like, yeah, they, they uh, always have a riot and like, yeah, yell at everybody. But it's cause they care, you know, they really, yeah. really care so much. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe too much, I think. Yeah, I, uh, I, I like this too. And uh, I'm glad you said that about Adam Sandler. I, I know you're not the biggest fan of him. So I'm, I'm glad you can still appreciate his, his acting. Because uh, I, I thought he was really, honestly, kind of excellent in this. Like, uh, I, I totally like bought him as like a, just a frumpy, like worn down and exhausted scout. But like someone who also like, you know, like the, the passion for basketball, sh- you know, shines through too. And I, th- I think he struck that balance really well in this movie. Uh, what do you think of him, CJ? I'm on board for this Sandler renaissance we're having these past few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will continue to watch these types of movies that it comes out. I think he, I forget how many more he has, but I know he like had a Netflix deal mm-hmm. at some point, maybe still does. So he might have another couple coming out on it. I'm yeah. looking forward to. I know he kicked it off with the seminal classic. Hubie, Hubie Halloween. Halloween. Hubie Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, that, I mean, just kicked it off with a bang and then it's just been bangers ever since so yeah you, you guys talked about hubie halloween episode 174 okay good uh i was gonna so i, I hope somebody talked about that movie that is yeah. such a such a weird movie <laughs> God. riley the, what would you rate hubie halloween. like just to clarify is, is yeah that i mean even like a couple weeks ago like uh they uh, they just added happy gilmore back to netflix and huh? i watched it for the first yeah. time since i was like i don't know 12 and you know i see why i like that movie so much as a 10 year you know as a 10 12 year old like i i really get it like that exact humor is like what i love back then and like it, there are still really funny parts now but yeah it's just that, that was just a real grown-up moment like oh yeah okay i've i've <laughs> you know i've outgrown happy go more I'm, I'm glad about that in my life <laughs> you know it's probably for the best there are still like really yeah. funny parts like Chubbs, uh, Carl Weathers in that movie was just like absolutely hilarious to me this time. Like I always thought he was funny as a kid, but like I like the antics of like hitting a ball really far and like pretending like, you know, putting things between your legs and pretending you're peeing everywhere. Like that was great. But like Chubbs carrying around like the eye of the alligator that he fought with, I, I just mm-hmm. died. Like I thought that was just like the most bizarre but like funny thing. So anyway, Hubie Halloween is like a f- f- man, maybe a three. <laughs> To answer your question, three? okay. Wow, like that's it's so stupid. Yeah, but I Ken gave that a three and a half. Wow. So you guys are together. I gave it a six. 
I I will I will admit I've seen it like multiple times and like it's it's funny and fun and stupid, but like it's honestly not good. It's it's honestly <laughs> really not good. <laughs> I could see myself watching it's, it again, yeah. but it, uh, so I think our rubrics are a little different, Ken, because I, I know like what uh, right, below five right. like is something you won't rewatch, right? Right. Like, I'll, yeah. I'll give out a three, but you know I, I'll say I'll subject myself to it again. Like it's <laughs> it's enjoyable, but it's just not good. Yeah, I I remember liking it, but apparently not a ton. If I gave it a six, <laughs> I, I I really enjoyed any time he rode his bike and having things thrown at him. I did and, like to that the point too. where he just they got like bigger and bigger. Oh, yes. That was very cinder fun. blocks and watermelons and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everything flying. By. That was silly. That's great. I wonder if he, it's going to be this formula of like one silly for every like three serious ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe maybe that's in the contract. <laughs> he has to, he do, has to do one it's family silly contract movie and then three Oscar nom potentials. Yeah. I mean, do you think do you think Hustle's in that in that cat like that ca- of that caliber? Like uh do you think it's that good? It's it's pretty good. Like it's mm-hmm. I mean, did he get a nod uh, a nom for Uncut Gems? No, he was 100% snubbed. Um Okay. Yeah. Very unfortunately. He didn't he did not get okay. a nomination. I don't think that movie got any which is a real shame. But also, I mean, I think at the end of the day, like I think Adam Sandler, I forget if it was like a critic's choice or it was some kind of different award or like spirit awards. Maybe Uh, he was, he won for uncut gems and he like gave a speech where he was like, uh, you know, like I'm doing it for me. Like, I don't really care about like other accolades. Like this is good enough for me. Like I just want to make cool stuff. And I really appreciate that about him. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I thought I remember, seeing that he tweeted out something about the Oscars that just said, no love for the Sandman <laughs> when Uncut Gems. <laughs> like, yeah. I remember yeah, that year, uh, mm. Kathy Bates was nominated for uh supporting uh role. And like, I think like in a, like a tweet, like right after that, he said like, but I'm still happy for mama. And like, he put a picture of Kathy Bates from Waterboy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. What a, what a, what a sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Everything I hear about him too, is he, he's, is like a genuine sweetheart of a guy and mm-hmm. actually kind of like shy in real life and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see more of uh, Heidi Gardner. Because <laughs> I like her on SNL. But oh, that's right. She was oh, in it for maybe like two minutes. She was like, like the co-owner of the Sixers, right? Yeah. yeah. I'll be honest. She took me out of it anytime she came on the screen just because I've only <laughs> ever seen her in SNL and I'm like, oh, it's the SNL girl. <laughs> All right. What did you think I'll of say- I'll say it took me out of it just because she wasn't fu- she wasn't being funny like she was like the most like straight role like just like she was you know she was yeah. like the owner of the Sixers daughter uh, and then this this isn't too much of a spoiler because I'm pretty sure it's in the trailer it happens like 20 minutes in the movie but like the owner the old the old guy dies and then it's mm-hmm. his son who's like kind of a jerk played by Ben Foster like takes over like control of the team and like she like takes a back role because she. Um, She's that guy's sister, and she's like, you know, oh, like, Adam Sandler will be okay. And then, you know, she comes back later in the movie, and she just, like, doesn't do much. It's really unfortunate. Like, I, w- when we when I saw yeah. her on screen, I was like, oh, yeah. is she going to be funny? Is she actually going to have a role? But she just kind of shows up. Not really. And, yeah. yeah, just does stuff. That was unfortunate. I like her on SNL. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's great. She was, yeah, I think in it for all of... 20 seconds at the start of the movie <laughs> and then we get another 20 seconds at the end. It's like, oh, that's a bummer. Should use her more. Yeah, because, I mean, that 
her moment at the end could have been more than it was if they had built that up at all other than mm-hmm. the 20 seconds that we got at the beginning of the movie and i think like half a phone yeah. call later on or something or at the funeral she was there too mm-hmm. um but yeah like that that could have been something cooler like oh yeah great this great person's taken back over but it's like okay this this person who was decent at some point in the movie is is back in all right i guess that's better than this mm-hmm. guy but yeah yeah I mean, it's it's very much a, a movie focused on Adam Sandler's character, um, what Stan Sugarman, right? Uh, and like the the basketball player Bo Cruz, and like it, it, it's very focused on like their relationship and like him, him coaching up Bo Cruz and like believing in him. And uh, I like I get it. At the end of the day, like it, it's a very focused movie. It's a very like dudes movie. Like just these two dudes, you know. Uh, so I get it. But I still would have liked a, a little bit more fleshing out uh, of of some of the other characters. Can I can I ask a question that's kind of spoilery? So maybe skip ahead a couple minutes uh, if you already for some reason feel like you haven't been spoiled yet. Um, <laughs> so at at a certain point, Adam Sandler quits his position as a scout, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then he's solely focused on building a Bo Cruz to make it into the NBA. Yeah, I'm sure he was probably banking on getting a position back somewhere, but what what have he gotten out of that? Would, would he have been then Bo's agent or something if, if he wasn't invited back as an NBA position? Or, or what was kind of the end game there? Did they talk about that at all? That's an excellent question, Ken. And I don't think they really addressed that. No, they didn't really have like, or uh, I, from from what I could tell from the movie, I don't think like he had an end game other than like getting Bo in the drafts. Uh, do you remember anything else about like about his plan cj i thought at one point it was his friend leon sort of offered him a job right oh Didn't yeah because leon, ha- leon was an agent he's like why don't you join us oh yeah okay, okay. So, so then yeah that makes yeah sense. so i think if anything like his fallback plan was to take the job as like an agent mm-hmm. and then have Bo as his like client okay um, you're probably i think you're probably right cj i think i think that probably think. was like the plan I don't think they made it extremely yeah. explicit, but uh, you're right. They did mention that. Yeah, that, that checks out. It was, yeah, because yeah, that that was like sort of a throwaway. Like he made that job offer again, and then they never mentioned it again in the rest <laughs> of the movie. So it was kind of was like a a just quick like, oh okay, this this character is not completely screwed if he does get fired or quits. Like he does have a, some sort of a backup. But yeah, mm-hmm. gotcha. Okay, cool. But yeah, that uh, that moment actually did surprise me. Like you know, go, going into the movie like. Uh, you know, having seen the trailer, I was like, oh, so like Adam Sandler is a scout and he's like really going to work with him and like get him drafted by the Sixers. And again, you know, this is a little spoilery, but yeah, I, I was actually very surprised like midway through the movie, like he like stands up for himself against like that uh, jerk new owner guy and is like, I quit. Mm-hmm. And then he like, you know, really puts all his chips like, you know, he and his wife pay like the full freight of Bo Cruz's training and everything and just to get him prepared. I really like that aspect of the movie. Like, you know, he like it was such a good way to like really show how much he believed in him and in his talent and like, you know, how much he really did risk for him. And that was a that was a great, you know, necessary thing for like both of their uh, redemptive arcs, I thought. Yeah. For him to be basically all in on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I have a quick question for Mr. IMDb here. Um, <laughs> who... Who was the the son of the owner who who takes over? Uh, you mentioned uh, his name before. What else has he been in? 
Ben Foster. Uh, he's been in so many things. He's been in uh, Hell or High Water. He was uh, Chris Pine's brother in that. Huh. He was in um, 310 to Yuma. He was uh, Russell Crowe's like, number one gunslinger guy in that Western. Let's see. He's been in so many movies. He's been in The Survivor. He's been in Lone Survivor. He's been in Alpha Dog. <laughs> he's been in Get Over It. He's been in X-Men colon The Last Stand. Oh, yeah, he was Angel. He had the wings. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, nice. Huh. Uh, he was in... Inferno. I think he was in Triple Front... Was he in Triple Frontier, CJ? Did you see that? As, uh, it's, it seems like you have his eye to me. No, <laughs> no, this is all off the top of the head. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. He's been, he was in like 30 Days a Night. He was in... like I, I think he... At, I don't know if you guys have seen that, but like at the beginning, he was the one like in the jail cell telling him all about like the vampires. Okay. Okay. I, um, I have not seen it. He's been, yeah, he's been in a ton of movies. Uh, and he's like a, yeah, he's a really good character actor. And he just gets to be like the utmost like douchebag in this. <laughs> Honestly, I, I wish, I wish he got to be like even more of a douchebag. There was something about, was this ju- just me? There's something about the fact that he had a shaved head with the beard that like yeah. made him look more evil. Oh, yeah. Right <laughs> away, I'm like, this guy's a dick. And I can just yeah. tell. <laughs> And like uh, some what, scenes, what he is had it like, about that look? He had like ah, like those just like jerk dude like hats on. I, I forget like what uh, are they like Kangol hat or what are they like? He just had like hats on sometimes like indoors, and it's just like oh, this guy. Yeah, this I equate guy. those hats to like uh, Irish punk bands. If that makes sense. <laughs> okay. yeah. Like that's the Dropkick Murphys guy hat. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. But yeah, he yeah he got to be uh, a, a good antagonist uh and you know in some ways bo cruz and and adam sandler's character got to be antagonists of their own you know getting in their own way their own demons coming back to haunt them and uh ah you know it's great to see the them only overcome person you're that. playing out there is yourself <laughs> yeah. that's right that's right such a just such a sports movie line you yeah. know <laughs> and you is really kicking your ass <laughs> Like, it's silly, but I also love it. Like, I love just how, mm. like, to the point that is. Yeah, I'm a sucker for, like, a montage like that. They work. Oh, okay, yeah. Anyway, I'm so glad go. you brought that up, CJ. Like, that, mo- it was, like, in the middle of the movie, I went back and, like, t- not t- like saw the beginning and end. It's, like, right at the one-hour mark, and then it's, like, seven and a half minutes. It's, wow. like, a long, full montage yeah. of, like, so, like, I think Adam Sandler had just, like, quit. So, he's, like, working with Bo on his own, and, like, they're doing drills He's making him run up the hill in Philly. Like every morning, he's got to do it within like under two minutes. And mm-hmm. man, like there was like a whole, that was like a whole movie on its own. Like there was like a whole arc, like in the middle, like he almost gives up, but then he like tries hard and like, you know, gets a little bit better, but still not good. And then at the end, he like finally breaks through. He like runs the hill in under two minutes. He does the drill, passes through the tire. And ah, oh, that was like, that was at, like to a T. Just like the perfect sports movie montage, I loved it. Yeah. What do you guys think? No, I agree. Yeah, I mean that—that's that specific montage is what made me think of Rocky. Other than I guess being in Philadelphia, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it yeah, was very good. It totally worked on me. I was like, oh my god, he's making every shot as if this isn't a movie where they cut away and edit it <laughs> together. <laughs> it's like, wow, this guy's so good. All right, well, uh, I think it might be time for some trivia. So it's time for. Hey, did you know that? That's right. For new listeners, this is where we pit our guests and CJ head-to-head to see who knows the most about what we watch. Riley, CJ, are you two ready? Ready. Ready for tip-off. Okay. 
All right, let's see who gets the jump ball. Uh, <laughs> you can both answer this. Uh, is this based off of true events? Oh. Huh. Hmm. No. Um, I'll say yes just for fun. I mean, like, I'm I'm actually wondering what the answer to this is because, like, I think with like even within reason, like, like yeah, like the, a- the actor who played Bo Cruz is like an international, like he's from Spain, he's an international player. Like, I wonder if that's like how he got found, uh, like in real life. So I'll say, do you say no, CJ, or you said yes? Yeah. Uh, I said no, but the fact that Ken's asking it maybe means it is so true, but I'll, I'm going to stick with no. I'll say yes just for fun, but uh, I'm very interested to see how, how close it is to reality, if it is. So what's the answer, Ken? Well, yeah, so uh, it's 100% fictionalized. Um, so it's not, <laughs> hey! it's not, not nice. real at all. Nice, CJ. The point. Yeah, that was the first thing I looked up after I wa- was done watching. I was like, wow, this is a cool story. Is, was this real? And no, nah, mm-hmm. it, was, it was not real. I mean, yeah, I'm sure there was similar circumstances that may have happened to someone but Mm -hmm. uh yeah no that'd be cool though it's a fun story yeah all right next question um at the end of the film Bo is shown wearing the number 22 which i think was also adam sandler's number i think he mentioned earlier uh while playing for the boston celtics is that number still in rotation for that team (laughs) i know the answer to this question (laughs) no it's not Uh, i have uh, I have no idea. <laughs> so I, it's, I will uh, also say no, it's not. I'm pretty sure it's a retired number. It is a retired number. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> Was there like legal obligations? The NBA wouldn't let them have a real number or somebody? Uh, Pro- probably. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm. I'm pretty sure. I forget the name of the player, but like. Um, they just uh, the Celtics themselves have just retired 22 because it was worn by like a legendary player. So like. For example, they, they have like 33 retired for Larry Bird and then 22 for whoever. I forget. I'm not a Boston Celtics fan by any means. Um, but uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, they just had to get permission from the Celtics to use it for the movie. You mean you don't know Ed Easy Ed McAuley? He sounds like a Boston right. player. Is that the guy who, who got retired? <laughs> yes, yeah. Okay. He yeah. sounds it like is. a Boston player. They retired it in 1963. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, they've been playing this yeah. this game for a while. <laughs> this is an old game. Dang. Dang. <laughs> all right, tied up. I gave Riley the point for that one. Uh, yeah, I, I think you I deserve all right, that one. So, yeah. so tied going into halftime. Let's see who takes the lead out of in the third quarter. <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, true or false? Uh, boy, I'm going to try to pronounce Bo's uh, real name. Uh, <laughs> Hancho Hernan Gomez? Uh, might be right. Do you, do you want some help with that, Ken? Yeah, do you know it? Uh, Juancho Hernan Gomez. Oh, okay. You were pretty close. You that pretty that close. wasn't too much. All right, cool. No, you're good. Uh, yeah, that guy uh, has played... Uh, so again, true or false, that guy has played for the Celtics in real life. True or false? CJ, you can go false? first. Uh, I'm going to say true. You, you know it is true, yes. <laughs> yeah, true. I do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, recently, right? It was in 2000. 21 to 22 yeah uh so the the footage like the final scene at the end of the game that was actually like Juancho Hernan Gomez like warming up with the Celtics before a real game at the the 76ers stadium uh and like over the credits like it's him like playing in Celtics jersey and and dunking like that's that's actually him playing in the game which is pretty fortunate that he uh like played well in that one game that they were trying to shoot (laughs) 
found footage yeah, for. Yeah, really. <laughs> Did they tell you? It seemed like at least let him dunk one. Just we'll, we'll, once yeah, you get a free one later, let him get one. Yeah, yeah. We'll give you a point too. We'll add it to the scoreboard. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you guys can have one too if you let him get one. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's that's not worrying about uh, point shaving in the NBA at all. No. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It's real, just like wrestling. Um, yep. All right. Uh, so, Riley, you're in the lead then. Yeah, two to one. All right. Potentially final question. What is the Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter score in percentage closest without going over? For those who don't know, this is the critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. Riley, since you're in the lead, you go first. I'm going to say 75. Okay. TJ? Yeah. This is also like, this has been out for what? Like a week, if that, or something? It's very new. Yeah. It came out in, so I- in June sometime, I think. Oh. Okay. I didn't even know it was that new. I think it's higher, so I'll go 76. Oh, All right, CJ gets the point. It was uh, 92%. Yes. Whoa. Critics like this. Yeah. That is, that is way higher than I thought Fun. it would be. Okay, nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so it's all tied up. Next point gets it. What is the Rotten Tomatoes audience score uh, just closest? Uh, do I still audience? go first? Uh, wow, yeah, I, I don't know. Um yeah, I guess so. It doesn't really matter. All right, I'll say, I'll say ninety. I'll I'll stick with the the critics. Ninety two. Okay. Just want to go back to what Ken said. That sums up the entire podcast. It doesn't really matter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll say like eighty six. Oh boy, what is it? It's ninety three percent. So Riley's oh, our winner. Dang. Oh. All right! Congratulations! Oh, that was that was fun. That was fun, CJ. Have you? Close game. That was close really game. close game. Yeah. We we don't track this, but maybe Riley, you know, have you ever lost uh, a trivia? That I'd be shocked. If <laughs> I, that is I the mean, case. I, I don't. I don't think so. But also, I think a couple times I've been on. Like I've I've like come with trivia questions, and you guys have answered. So right. Uh, That's I, I, true. I don't. I don't think the record is. Um, you know, would match up to how many times I've been on. So. But it still uh, would be 100% of the times that you participated. Yeah, I think I've probably won every time. Yeah. Sorry, CJ. Uh, it was close this time, though. Hey! That was really, yeah, that was really close, yeah. I held my own. You did, yeah. Nice job. All those, all those bull ga- Bulls games are paying off. Emily, Emily deserves right. uh, some credit there. Working on my <laughs> fader. <laughs> all right, well, I think it's time for our ratings. Ratings. Riley, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate Hustle for you? You know, it was it was a really solid sports movie. Like it, uh, you know, I I know we've gone over some spoilers, and this you know probably won't be blowing the movie too much. But you know, Bo Cruz ends up playing in the NBA. Like it, it is it is a sports story through and through. Like it's not, it's a great underdog story, trials and tribulations, and in the end, like he does overcome and he achieves his goals. And, and same with uh, Adam Sandler's character. However. The way they executed it was really well done. Like, I mean, like like we were saying, like great Sandler performance. Uh, Hernan Gomez, who is like, you know, he's like a, a basketball player and he was the co-lead in this movie. And I think he did a tremendous job. Like I, I was really impressed with his performance. You know, it is extremely physical and, you know, I'm sure some of that, you know, came naturally to him just in terms of like going through all those drills and the kind of showdown he has with that other player, like on the basketball court, but like even in like the quiet moments, like when he and Adam Sandler are like bearing their souls to each other in the car in that scene, like I thought that was really strong. 
Not, um, not to interject, well, but I will. Um, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, please. I, I didn't know he was part of the NBA, uh, of course, mm-hmm. uh, when I was watching it. And I was shocked to learn afterwards that he wasn't just an actor. <laughs> I mean, I, mm-hmm. of course, he's very good at basketball. But, yeah, I mean, he was very good as an actor mm-hmm. as well. That was pretty cool. What did you think of him, CJ? Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed watching him. I think, like I said, was a sucker for the montage thing. He was very skilled and fun. And I like that his his thing was kind of like not going to let people get to me too much or like Mm -hmm. when we first discover him it's very much like he doesn't say anything he just like stares the player down and completely schools him Mm -hmm. which i thought was cool it wasn't like it i think this movie would have sucked if it was a very like showboaty player that he stumbled upon like Mm -hmm. it's better that he's kind of this like mild-mannered quiet timid player Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the movie they highlight it when he's scouting and finds Bo. They highlight two players, and I thought he was going to recruit both of them, and that would have brought a whole different dynamics of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it didn't happen. Anyway, that's all. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought I thought like the performances were great, and you know, for all the NBA players and people in the NBA orbit who like made cameos and stuff, I think uh, there were varying degrees of success to their uh, performances. <laughs> No, no offense to I'm not gonna name names out there, but uh, you know I think Juancho Hernan Gomez was like the standout for sure. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean yeah, very 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 good movie, um, very solid. I'm gonna give it like a yeah, just like a rock solid like seven point five. Like it's just like it's good, you know, you know, made me feel some things. Nice, uh, nice to go along with their with their journey, and uh, yeah, a lot of I mean you know tons of like basketball Twitter jokes and things like that too. So. The the bit at the beginning with uh, Boban Marjanovic, like uh, the the Serbian guy, he's recruiting. And it's like, how old are you? Oh, I'm 22. Like this is my 10 year old son. He's six foot five. Like that was a uh, man, that, yeah. that was a that was a great cold. Like that was a great prologue. So yeah, some some good humor in the movie too, but like really good like serious sports movie overall too. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Ken, how about you? Yeah. Uh, so. I have I have various degrees of qualms just because a I'm not a big sports guy and b Adam Sandler normally isn't my bag but I have lately been getting on board with his dramatic roles so uh, it, it's kind of a toss up for me right but I as I've said before I do think a lot of this movie works uh, very well outside of a sports setting I mean just uh, I think it's just very well acted uh, the story mm-hmm. is great and it builds up to a very satisfying ending so. I don't know. It's it's really it's a good movie. I'm going to give it an eight. Mm. Dang, nice. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Love it. It's very good. Very good movie. CJ, how about you? Did not see that coming. Uh, for me, I I think I might be in the hand holding club with Riley. I, I was trying to think of this. I like finished watching it d- today before recording, and my mind went to a seven. But then I was like, I always give movies seven because that's like a default middle of the road. But I was like, but I did enjoy this. Uh, it, it was fun. I, I felt invested in the characters. So yeah, I think uh, like a, I'll go one above. I'll do a 7.6 because of the Philly, baby. Hey, nice. Wow. I'm surprised. I, I, I mean, I know we're, we're all within a half point of one another, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you guys uh, gave it higher ratings than me. That's uh, I'm, I'm glad you guys liked it. Yeah. It's a good movie. I am too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was uh no, I'm I'm glad we could uh pivot uh pivot and, and, and watch this one. It's it's been a while since I've seen like a just a really solid, like just good sport, you know, underdog sports movie, like to you know, that that very specific hero's journey that we go on is, is just, you know, mm. 
gets you, it gets you in the right places. You know, it activates the right, you know, the just right um, levels of testosterone. You know, you're just like, yeah, block that shit, block that shit, man. Hell yeah, smacks yeah. it out of yeah. his sports. <laughs> Not up in here. Yeah, <laughs> my house. And uh, I, I did. I just want to say, like, uh, you know, I know we were praising Hernan uh, Gomez's uh, acting as Bo Cruz. Just you know, one just knowing one thing uh, uh, about the NBA, like it is just a little funny because uh, like the the guy he was like rivals with uh, Kermit uh, uh, in like the the several scrimmages that they played. That's like real life player, uh, real life NBA player Anthony Edwards. He's like second year like superstar. He was like the number one pick in the draft two years ago. And I thought I just wanted to give a shout out to him too. I thought he was a great antagonist, like. He was just like pushing Bo's buttons. He was yeah, hilarious. Yeah. He was even like when he saw Bo's daughter in the stands, he's like, he's like waving to her. He's like, oh, she likes me. And I was just like, oh, this, this motherfucker, this guy's yeah. awesome. <laughs> like, I could, I he could was be so daddy. great. Yeah. That um, was, yeah. As soon as he pointed out the daughter, I was like, oh no, shit is about to go <laughs> down. Something's going to happen. But yeah, he, uh, uh, apparently and this is like inside basketball. Uh, apparently they, they were teammates on the Timberwolves uh, like two seasons ago, I think. So um, apparently Juan Gerardo Gomez uh, recommended Anthony Edwards for like the role. Like he like thought he was like super oh, cool. charming and like would be really good uh, uh, in front of the camera. And I'm really glad he recommended him because I thought uh, Anthony Edwards did a great job too. So just wanted to yeah. give him some love as well. No, I definitely totally. agree. Yeah. And hey, speaking of giving love, Riley... Thanks so much for coming back on. Oh, we love having you. Uh, it was a it's a pleasure every time, guys. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, do you have anything you want to say at the end here? I'd say uh, keep uh, keep keep listening to Over Talking Podcast. You know, it, it's uh, some <sighs> it's it's part of my regular uh, podcast listening schedule. So, you know, I, I'm excited every Wednesday when episodes drop and. Uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's great when I get to come on, but it's, uh, still great every week when I get to listen. So if you're out Less there, great, if you're but out still there, somewhat good, <laughs> if you're out there, uh, you know, uh, screenwriters of hustle, uh, contact these guys. They will, uh, they would <laughs> love right. to do another sports yeah. writer, uh, sports movie writer interview. So, uh, yeah, totally. hit them up. Yeah, for sure. Wow, I, I can't wait for Adam Sandler to reach out now, even though he <laughs> shit all over half of his career, but Oh well, <laughs> you just got to promise me to call him Sandman the entire time. The yeah, Sandman. absolutely. Yeah, thanks, so thanks for coming on, Sandman. Uh, we got a couple questions. <laughs> Hubie Halloween. Let's start there. Yeah, let's start there. Obviously, the pinnacle well, of your career. Um, well, how can I start? And hey, if you are a sports writer out there and you want to reach out to us, you can follow us on all the things at Overtalk About. Email us at overtalkabout at gmail.com. Call or text us at USACAT1591 or go to our website, overtalkabout.party. Oh, no, they're here. Oh. oh no! The overtalking overlords have arrived. For new listeners, these are the yeah, fuck. These are our <laughs> ghastly, otherworldly landlords who show up at the end of every episode. You remind me to remind you. If you like the show, please go on iTunes or Apple Podcasts now. I need to start working that in. So you can rate and especially review. Reviews are help people find this podcast. Also, we spend enough money in advertising. So if you like the show, please tell a friend and spread the word. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And they're gone. I just realized the overtalking overlords are like your sports owners. Like they yeah. they, they they like have as much control over you as uh 
those ass the asshole guy has over Bo, you know over uh sandy uh sugarman what's his name yeah S- stanley sugarman i keep stanley sugarman. stanley yeah. Yeah. i keep thinking yeah. of that they, other terrible netflix movie adam sandler made sandy wexler where he's like an agent oh yeah <laughs> oh damn it damn it adam sandler he's so hot and cold <laughs> <laughs> Riley, don't besmirch him. We're going to have him on That's as right. a guest. Sorry. Next episode. Stay tuned next week for Adam Sandler. Uh, maybe. Sandy Wexler review. Yes. <laughs> and as we always say, you're playing you out there. You're and you is kicking ass. your ass. <laughs> Bye. This episode of the Over Talking Podcast was produced by Ken and CJ. Edited by CJ. Special guest this week was Riley. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs.